deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in intuitive experience by shri db gangulli this is the eighth book in uh, english series of adhyatma prakash karyalaya bangalore original sipura in that we have seen two sessions today's is the third session om shri gurubhyo namaha हरि ओम श्री गणेशाय नमः डॉक्टर कृष्णमूर्ति शास्त्री दंबे पुणे बंटवाड़ा तालूक दक्षिण कन्ड जिले कर्नाटक इंडिया भारत सो दिस इज थर्ड सेशन दि स्क्रिप्चरल मेथड ऑफ टीचिंग आत्मन द रियालीटी here thirteenth topic the distinct schools of advaita vedanta philosophy what we have called the methodology of vedantic deliberation is <clears throat> what the advaitins or non dualists delineate as the method of cognitive deliberation the method which shri gaudapada acharya shri shankaracharya's grand preceptor and his line of disciples have described in their respective works alone is called the methodology of vedantic deliberation here in this treatise at the time of shri shankaracharya and before his time too there were non dualists but their teachings were quite different in the brahma sutra bhashya which is a commentary by shri shankara on the aphorisms of shri badarayana acharya on brahman the ultimate reality the teachings of non dualists advaitins have been described in three different ways <clears throat> one between paramatman the supreme self and jivatman the transmigratory soul there is a cause effect relationship because the jiva has been born or created from the brahman the ultimate reality he is different from as well as alike brahman in the empirical sphere the jiva is qualified to perform the rituals and rites stipulated in the karma kanda of the vedas he is also qualified to intuitively deliberate upon the teachings of the jnana kanda that is the end portion of the vedas teaching the intuitive knowledge self knowledge of the ultimate reality of brahman in the opinion of these protagonists jnana that is self knowledge means upasana that is meditation alone by means of upasana the jiva gets rid of that part of difference from brahman and finally joins with or merges in the non dual brahman the ultimate reality this is one school of thought or philosophy which is the doctrine of bheda bhedavadins second the, in the previous school of thought brahman is multifarious in nature which means in itself it has variegated aspects but there was another school of advaitins non dualists who used to say although in this manner in brahman itself no differentiation is accepted the jiva having been born or created from brahman finally joins with or merges in brahman alone in mukti that is liberation emancipation according to their doctrine by the contact with the adjunct upadhi of the collective form of the body the senses the mind and the intellect and impurity or dross has been really caused in the jiva after he that is the jiva becomes gets uh, purified by means of spiritual practices or disciplines disciplines of the type of 
knowledge and meditation etc and thereafter casts off the conglomeration of the body the senses etc he joins with or merges in paramatman that is the supreme self for brahman in the state of transmigratory life jiva is different indeed from paramatman after he attains mukti there does not exist any difference whatsoever for the adjuncts which are the cause for the difference do not exist at all the fact that this doctrine was accepted by the followers of the bhagavata school is known from the works like the commentary of shri bhaskaracharya this is the doctrine of bhedavadins so bheda bheda and bheda third one in the teachings of the third school of advaitins advaitins paramatman that is supreme self alone exists in the form of the jiva the scriptures state that apart from paramatman there is no drashtra that is a seer there is no shrotra that is here etc they further state that paramatman proposed to himself or thought within himself i will enter into this creation in the form of jiva separate names and forms and has entered into the creation srishti there does not exist any difference whatsoever between brahman that is ultimate reality and the jiva that is the transmigratory soul in the unitary non dual essential nature of brahman that is pure being consciousness bliss through ajnana avidya or ignorance different jivas have been misconceived that's all that one who is called the jiva in the state of ignorance avidya dasha is himself called brahman the supreme self in the essential nature state of intuitive knowledge vidya vidya swarupa when observed from the view point of pure absolute intuitive knowledge or consciousness jiva is ever brahman alone whether he that is the jiva knows or intuits this truth or he is ignorant and misconceives his true nature that is irrespective of the jiva's intuition of his essential nature as brahman or not he is brahman alone in a in a sense this school of advaita non dualism alone is the one that is in full agreement with the tradition of shri shankaracharya in this regard shri sureshwaracharya has stated from the view point of the ultimate reality paramatma or paramartha there is no ajnana that is ignorance that is irremovable so there is no ajnana or ignorance that is irremovable which cannot be removed there is no such thing that cannot be removed nor the intuitive knowledge that is unattainable so there is no intuitive knowledge which can uh, which is unattainable that which cannot be attainable there is no such thing to cognize this truth alone is the real intuitive knowledge to realize this truth alone is the real intuitive knowledge this is the doctrine of abhedavadins so veda veda bheda abheda three types of advaita now this is the 13th point what we have seen that is the <coughs> distinct schools of advaita vedanta philosophy we have seen next 14th point how to cognize or intuit the essential nature of our supreme self paramartha swarupa how can we attain the intuitive knowledge of the type i am ever paramatman the supreme self in this regard shri shankara in his commentary on the aitreya upanishad has mentioned in a, a small anecdote 
when a certain idiot committed a certain mistake some people re- uh, remonstrated with him saying you idiot you are not a human being in order to determine that he was a human being alone or human being only he approached a particular person and questioned him in the manner sir who am i tell me please the other man who divine understood this person's idiocy and began telling him i will make this known to you by stages and then continued you are not a plant is it not you are not a tree is it not similarly you are not a stone you are not an insentient being you are not merely the body nor merely the prana that is the vital force and thus negating several adjuncts upadhis one by one finally told him you are not a no you are not a no man and thereafter became silent then the idiot who was all along nodding his head in agreement once again asked what sir you have not told me at all as to who am i the question that we too keep on asking to know or cognize our atman that is the self of the very essence of pure being consciousness bliss is also of the same nature this is the significance of that anecdote which shri shankara has pointed out there in that context you are not a no man the purport of this anecdote is that the scriptures upanishads teach or signify the essential nature of our atman or self by atadharma nivartana that is by refuting those qualities or characteristics which cannot be adduced to atman that is our self a method of negation neti neti na iti na iti the task of the scriptures is to indicate us indicate to us that none of those characteristics or qualities which we have superimposed on our atman or self through misconception exists in atman at all our atman is our essential nature of pure or absolute being consciousness bliss alone exclusively and metaphysically so to speak and there is no need whatsoever to indicate separately that essential being once again to one who cannot discern or understand by himself that he is a human being a man when it is explained to him in the manner you are not a no man how at all is it possible to signify beyond that limit or to communicate to him in the positive manner you are a man to wit uh, what he is already but he has not realized reckoned then nothing else can possibly be done by anybody from outside or externally in other words if he is in essence a human being no other person outside him can make him cognize afresh that he is a human being if he cannot help himself here and by himself utilize the faculty of discrimination reasoning then no amount of external instruction can deliver the goods that is can be of any avail that's all in the same manner when all the adjuncts or characteristics belonging or pertaining to anatman that is not self are negated completely what remains is the absolute essential nature of being consciousness bliss of our atman indeed therefore the manner 
in which it is delineated in the scriptures we must follow step by step stage by stage to recede unto ourselves so to speak and finally we should carry out that pursuit to its fruition so as to culminate in our intuition of atman when it is said one should know just as the scriptures state it does not mean that we should believe in that manner on the other hand it means that we should cognize it by honing rubbing it against our intuitive experience on that anvil or whetstone of intuition till it becomes our intuitive experience here and now in fact this is a long drawn process of inner education and edification which is truly and highly scientific rational nay beyond all physical laws that is metaphysical the shrutis upanishads are not in this sense the pramana that is empirical valid means of cognition just because they are called by the epithet shrutis and scriptures our sacred treatises but because the manner in which they indicate or signify the reality is invariably cognized in one's intuitive experience indeed for this reason alone in a secondary sense they become the valid means of cognition or pramana there is no compelling or a binding rule of law that a sentence that is mentioned in the shrutis upanishads alone exclusively is necessary in this context neither is there any stipulation that the sanskrit language alone is needed but especially because the shrutis upanishads which belong to the jnanakanda portion of the vedas are devoted to this metaphysical intuitive knowledge of the self in a highly esoteric scientific manner the cognition or intuition of one's own essential nature of atman should be based on the methodology indicated in the shrutis and then one cannot go wrong the results in stages will occur in the same manner indicated or described in the upanishadic texts by discarding or negating all the qualities or characteristics alone of an atman that is not self which are misconceived in atman through avidya one should cognize or intuit that reality as one's own innate nature of self 15th topic the hurdles in the path of self knowledge our nature of existence or being as per our present uh, knowledge is avidya pratyupasthapita that is it is of a nature which uh, avidya or ignorance has op- projected in in our essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss which the scriptures upanishads signify no distinct characteristics exist at all atman the self is of the innate nature of being eternally pure conscious and free he is the witnessing principle of everything sarva sakshi thus it is mentioned in the scriptures but because of avidya we have known or conceived our essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss itself quite differently indeed avidya ajnana mithyabhimana misconception are all synonymous sanskrit terms the mutual misconception between atman self and anatman not self alone is called avidya the mutual misconception between atman and anatman self and not self we are misinterpreting these these two we think anatman as atman that is not self as self and atman as anatman that is self as not self that is we think our uh, we are body mind senses etc but we don't think we are atman 
సో దిస్ మిస్కన్సెప్షన్ ఈజ్ కాల్డ్ అవిద్య ఇన్ వేదాంతిక్ పార్లెన్స్ దిస్ ఎలోన్ ఈజ్ కాల్డ్ అభిమాన దట్ ఈస్ ఇన్నేట్ ఐడెంటిఫికేషన్ ఇగోయిజం జస్ట్ యాజ్ ఇన్ ఎ ప్లేస్ వేర్ దేర్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ ఎ గ్రేట్ డీల్ ఆఫ్ డిన్ అండ్ బస్టిల్ ఏ పర్సన్ హ్యాస్ ఆల్ హీస్ అటెన్షన్ పాయిస్ టవర్డ్స్ హిస్ గోల్డ్ వాచ్ దట్ ఈస్ ఇన్ హిస్ పాకెట్ we have an innate identification with our transmigratory form that is the soul ego i notion in a very deep seated manner we cannot at all say such a misconceived identification should not have come into our eternally pure conscious and free nature of absolute being consciousness bliss of our atman this innate identification is not one that has come into being in a particular place or in a particular period of time quite naturally it has existed from time immemorial we have not been able to know as to when and where this has occurred to us instead of saying we have grabbed this innate identification it is more befitting and factual if you say the identity identification itself has caught hold of us thinking that why should we get ourselves called ignorant people by others around us we many externally we may externally profess to say that i am not the body not the sense etc out of a sense of sufferance but while expressing in that manner itself this innate identification has already caught us in its grip so to speak and continues to prompt all our empirical or mundane actions or dealings while one is in a state of ignorance it is never cognized by that particular person that this is ignorance if it is cognized in the manner as an object then that cannot possibly be ignorance avidya at all to wit the act of objectification desiderates and implies a subjective aspect in us which can never be objectified as it is opposed in its essence to what is objectified if this is intuited then this i notion or egoism of advaita vedanta is a natural but innate ignorance which is adventitious not at all related to our essential nature of pure being consciousness bliss of atman the self in other words atman is self evident self eliminating or self effulgent absolutely non dual and free entirely few free entity without a second to it since this innate misconception of the form of i notion or egoism called adhyasa in advaita vedanta is itself born out quite naturally of avidya nisense shri shankara has stated pandita avidyeti manyante meaning this scholars call this avidya for the great self realized sages it is avidya but for us lay common people it is not avidya but a natural phenomenon so these two topics we have covered today one is the types in the advaita schools and second one how to that's the hurdles in the path of self knowledge 14th and 15th topic we have covered in the next class we shall go further in shri db gangoli's work deliberation on the ultimate reality culminating in intuitive experience so this is the third session hare rama loka samasta sukhino bhavantu sarve jana sukhino bhavantu shri shankara acharya arpitamastu shri sachidananda arpitamastu om tat sat